internet. You're listening to the Premium Pizza. That's my dad. Enjoy. Internets, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Sitting down for a return episode. With not, not, not only somebody I consider a friend, but somebody um, who has been very inspiring to many, many people. To, to be honest with you, to take a, a hustle that was considered illegal at a time and turn it into a legal hustle and take it this far and also bring people with him along the way is something that I, 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 I continuously want to give flowers to people that uh, inspire people and give people opportunities. Um, you know, we did our first episode. It's funny because I think that may have been the first time we fucking met. Yeah. So to th- th- you think about like how we flowed on that episode. I mean, even that clip that went around all over the clip about 800 million. Yeah. And when you think about where we are today, anyway, listen, um, I was sick as a dog that day too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You were, you were, uh, I sniffling. Hella, I was hella sick, bro. I had the flu. Yeah. We pushed through it and I'm glad to be here feeling better. Well, first of all, you know, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on. I'm excited on what's going on. Um, even through the trials and tribulations, um, we're still powering through. And I think that's powerful. You know, first off, uh, you're in New York City. We're at the Panini shop. You're eating Godfather Heroes. You're eating chopped cheese with the crew. Mm. You love New York so much. Um, we'll, we'll go right into even, you know, what 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 are you infatuated with, with New York? Because I remember when we just met, you explaining about, like, the accents you love and the movies. <laughs> I love, I love yeah. the accent, but the people here are amazing. There's a lot of culture here and uh, the history here. And the city is alive. Even like right now during COVID, this whole new variant's all over the news. They're scaring everyone again. Booster, oh my God, it's going to go down again. But out here, not everyone's all scary with the mask. Now, I got to be more careful than ever because of COVID, but it feels good to see faces. It feels like New York's always had this spirit, even though I'm sure different boroughs and neighborhoods have their problems, but it feels like there's like this uh, people are helping people. That's, that's, that's the vibe I get when I'm out here. Sure. You know, recently you went through, it's funny because you live a life of like many highs and many lows. Um, You know, unfortunately that just comes with a lot of people. You're just dealing with them at a high level. You know, you you think about it, we're on a press press run right now for the Gotti album and we'll get into that. But then at the same time, you know, recently, um, you know, you find out that you're dealing with being diagnosed with cancer. Um, you know, as a creative myself, you know, you got to believe in you. You know, that's just why I always tweet and put on Instagram, never, ever stop believing in you. You can't. You know, because if you stop believing in you, everything could stop. How, how have you been able to power through some of these tough moments? And, and what I mean, not only cancer, cancer, situations, uh, um, um, hate. How, how have you been able to power through this? Because to be honest with you, you know, you could put the covers over your head and go lay down for a couple of days. I tell people, it's okay. Just don't stay there for long. Yeah. You know? I can't even do that at all. Yeah. I, I think the way I power through everything is just by working. Like, work ethic is everything to me. The day I found I had cancer, we started working on Gotti, like, immediately. And then you called me and told me that we are going to sit down with John. I thought we were talking about October. You were like, nah, fool, on Friday. And so that, that's, you know, I was ready to move. Within a snap of a finger, yesterday I got the call. Even though the surgery was it was successful, and they removed over a foot of the colon and they reattached it. I'm dealing with all like the recovery side of that right now. I got a call yesterday. Oh, they want me to do chemo for three to six months. That's my biggest fear in life. 
how did I power through that call? Right when I got out the booth, I wrote a, I wrote a verse in like seven minutes, knocked it out, started shooting a video with Cos. We did uh, two songs yesterday, shot a music video. Shout to Cosmo Music. Shout to Cosmo. Producing the whole album. Produce a whole album, pulled up to Times Square, did the you know the whole billboard with the bus. So the way I deal with things, brother, I just keep working. I keep the mind busy because the second that you have a chance to dwell on things, that's when you your mind fucks you. You know what I mean? No, I agree with you. It's funny too because when you think about that, I remember we were on the phone and and this is where I give you a lot of credit. And and I've told this to a lot of people recently. And no disrespect. I don't mean no disrespect to anybody. I'm going to say this very heartfelt. You know, a lot of other people make songs about uh, people. Um, and a lot of them don't ever think to uh, bless them or uh, kind of work with them or collaborate with them. And here's where, I, you know, I'm going to give you a credit. I mean, you know, we have a transparent relationship. I don't blow smoke up people's ass. You know, you were very interested in, and you're always interested in keeping things authentic and detailed. Mm-hmm. I tell, like when I told, I think I said this in front of John that day, I says he's not a person to uh, take from the culture, he is the culture. Because the reason what I mean by that is the fact that you're a gentleman and the fact that you wanted to get the blessing is, is amazing. Because when I think about how you label things and how you do things, you did Paul Cicero, right? You know, mm-hmm. We did, uh, 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 what's it, Russ, right? Uh, Buffalino. Yeah. Explain too for people who may want to understand, where do these influences come from? Like, my music is always, like, if you look at it, it's always like a trilogy or it's like a series. Like, you had the drought season series with Jack. You know yep. what I mean? Rest in peace to the Jack. Yep, you rest had, in peace. You had the traffic series with Ampicino. You had, like, you know, the Spanish side of this. You had La Plaza and Big Pescado and all that stuff like that. Um, and then I went into, like, the Mafia series, right? And so I started off with um, Russ Buffalino. And I did Polly Cicero because I love Goodfellas and Polly was always a character that spoke volumes to me. And then I was like, if I was going to end the trilogy, right, and move on to something else, I want to end it in the most powerful way possible. Especially after I got that call, oh, you got cancer? Oh, really? Okay, shit. All right. Well, I know someone that went through cancer that was a boss. You know what I mean? So, you know, I just decided to end it with with Gotti. And I didn't want to just call it Gotti because that wouldn't have been so powerful. I think the fact that, like, we're in New York City with the blessing from the family, riding around in this bus, billboard in Times Square, cops even taking videos, like, this shit's legendary. Like, it's just, I wanted to wake shit up, but you couldn't do that without permission. Or you, I couldn't feel right doing that without permission. Other people could, but I can't. That's Back in order. Yep, I mean, that's what separates you from other people. I'm just being real. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm proud to, like, it's funny, too, because I remember when you, when you got that news and we were on the phone, you were kind of telling me like, yo, dog, like you were thinking about if you were going to, you know, have the time to do things. And then I, I guess you spoke to the team. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you called me back, you were like, yo, I'm ready to, like, this is like, this is, this is it. And, and, and I was like, I said to myself, you, you're detailed with everything. I don't even think, and, 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 and shouts to the Gotti family, um, John Jr. and his whole family uh, and everybody. It, it's crazy to me on what you brought to, you know, like meaning like, I don't think they understood what was going to happen. And, and I mean that respectfully. Um, and I'm so honored that they got it. Um, because like I said, the way you pay detail, like, you know, I, and I want to say this, you're one of, you know, I give, I, I want to give a shout out to Steve LaBelle. I want to say, and I've said this before, I say he's one of the greatest connectors of our time. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to say also you, you have become honestly to me and, and to like one of the, Best, like, 
market is like one of the best pro the way you promo things is 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 all it's like it's it, almost scary because yeah. on some sicko shit like i literally got the bus wrapped and had two drivers drive that motherfucker out here just for that shot we did last night yeah. i have nowhere else to go with the bus it's new york city where am i gonna go in the bus i can't go anywhere but i saw this album i knew what we put into it i was like we're gonna wrap this fucking bus we're gonna get a fucking billboard in times square we're going to pull the bus up, and we're going to let that bitch sit there until the whole ad plays. I got the 3D ad and all that. So when it comes to marketing, it's like you got to do something that let people know like, oh, yeah, he's he's serious about this shit. Because when I posted that this morning, I seen how many people were posted and commented and got fired up. That's why I did that. Sure. Because if I just made an album and I was like, yo, it drops on 12.3, and all I did was just Instagram that every day, people wouldn't take it so serious. But we pulled that motherfucker up to Times Square. And I had a joint like that big and burning. And I popped out the window and I talked my shit. And everyone was staring at me. And I was like, you know what? This is why this shit's going to win. Because we're putting our heart into it. Yeah, I mean, listen. You, you continue to pay attention to detail. You know, I want to go back. We were talking about when you announced that you had cancer. You know, were you overwhelmed on how much love was given to you when you announced that? Because I remember I was like, this thing was all over. Yeah, I and, needed and, that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad you got that. I think I, I, think I announced it because I needed that, bro. Because cancer is, like, I, if you listen to any of my old music, it's been my biggest fear forever because that's what took my mom and took her mom and took my grandfather and took my, my grandma from my dad's side. So that shit's, it's like a haunting curse almost, right? So, like, when I got it, I was like, well, I could fight it publicly or I could fight it privately. I'm like, well, if I fight it privately, then no one's going to know what the fuck I'm going through. Like mentally, because I got a little attitude right now, because I'm dealing with some shit. But if I'm if I'm straight up about it and I share it with the world, one, the energy is powerful. You're gonna get people giving you energy that you don't even know, and you need that shit, right? And two, people will know what I'm going through, so maybe they'll lay off a little bit, or when I cop a little attitude, they won't take it personal. But I really did it to feel the love, because I needed that shit, and um, I'm hella glad I did, because people I don't even I'm not even really close with. Um, have been hitting me up, checking in on me. That's like blowing my mind. I'm like, damn, this person pays attention to what I'm going through. Like, this is it makes me want to just keep fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, was it? And I, I know that's that's a great follow up too because of what you're saying. Was there people that in like? It's almost like being in jail, right? When you go to, I know, I don't suggest anybody go to jail, but you will see who's there for you when mm -hmm. you go through some tough times. Yeah, and 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 it's unfortunate the situation. But you get a chance to really see who's there for you. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes people come out of the woodwork. And, 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 and sometimes people you expect to be there, you know, are not, you know. Um, but I'll tell you one thing, man. You know, it's, you know it's, very, it's very tough when we deal with real life stuff. You know, like you think about it. You've been able to live out your journey. This shit had to stop you on your tracks and make you look at life through a different lens. 100% you appreciate everything. You appreciate people. You appreciate the air. You appreciate... The mistakes, you know, the wins. Um, and then you realize at the end of the day, no matter how much money you got or how popular you are, when you get put in that position, you're just another naked dude on the fucking hospital floor. And that's sure. the facts. Bringing a bell, like, ma'am, can you help me go to the restroom? Can you unplug these things for me? That shit's humbling as hell, bro. And I knew she knew who I was. She was younger. You know what I mean? She knew who I was. I got my fucking hospital apron on, you know, everything is showing and shit. It's like... That shit will humble a man out, but it, it also makes you realize, like, yeah, that's why I've always been humble with everything, because you, you know that 
you know, some real shit happens, you're going to hope that you got that karma of being a humble dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's you know, it's it's like I said, it's 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 an unfortunate, but it's a blessing to what it could do for your psyche and for your mind and for your peace. Well, and also yeah. like a blessing too to understand what you have to do. Like there are certain things that now I just have to get done because I know this is lingering, whether it comes back or I beat it or the shit came, and it was real serious and was you know late stage two, almost considered stage three. That's why the doctor just told me yesterday. So. You know, another six months I would have been gone. And when you think about shit like that, then you're like, let me go ahead and execute some of these goals. Like, let me try to get a gold album. That's whole goal with Gotti. Let me try to get a gold album. Let me try. Let's get a plaque. Yeah, we got to get a plaque. I want the whole album to go gold, not just a song. So if you're watching this and you identify Spin with that the, up, man. The struggle, the struggle and, the, and the story, go buy that motherfucker, man. Five, I think it's like five ninety nine, dude. Drop six bucks on your boy. It's nothing. Listen, I'll I tell you one thing, you know. Being inspired is is something that is 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 not taken for granted. You know, when you think about like um, everything you've gone through, and 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 how you keep your composure, I think that's another thing that is powerful. For me, I always think about family. You know, um, you know, you know how I feel about family, and I know how you feel, um, and we bond on that. Being fathers, um, it really, to be honest with you, being a father kind of guided me through life. I want to say that I'm. It made me become mature. I was immature even in, say, my late 20s, you know. Um, it made me look at life through a different lens. And, and I just want to be very honest with you. When I think of the struggles you go through and what you were going through recently, you know, it really ate me apart. That's why I don't know if you heard my voice I heard when it. I was calling you. Yeah, I heard it. Because, uh, you know, I also lost somebody very close to me uh, to colon cancer, Combat Jack, uh, the, the late, great Reggie Osei. And it still bothers me because uh, it happened so fast. But it made me a better person. You know why? I went and got a colonoscopy. I went and told my friends to get a colonoscopy. What I'm saying is you're inspiring people. Forget about the jewelry, the music, the, the money, the, the, the weed. Meaning to, to, to care about themselves, right? To, to just... I don't want to be in a world where it's like we got a Balenciaga fucking sweatshirt, but it's like we fucking... We got a hip problem that we never go and, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and I mean, take care of. I mean, so, and to go back to it, like, another reason why I chose to share this shit publicly is because it's it's up to me to spread knowledge on, like, you know, to our people. You know, like, just people in general that are in our genre and that don't really think about health. And I was blessed. Um, there's a company called Grail, and the technology is called Gallery. And I'm one of the first patients that got this technology and spoke to the company. It saved my fucking life. It just came out in July. Not many doctors have picked it up because they're not, it's brand new. They have to do years of research for it. Because picture if your doctor heard about this blood screening uh, technology that can run 50 type of cancers in you. But he knows nothing about the accuracy of it in like real time. Just the studies they did. So they're going to be paranoid to do that because if they give you a false positive, it might blah, blah, blah. blah. So... It was up to me to share this experience too to educate people like, hey, for a thousand bucks, you can order a blood test right now that saved my fucking life, right? 71% of people uh, will, or no, one in three people will run into cancer, right? 71% of people will run into a cancer that could be screened or that that is not, not able to be screened from current technology outside this one I'm talking about. So I wanted to share this shit to tell people, hey, Grail, Gallery, Go look this shit up. If you got cancer in your family, right? Look what just happened to Virgil. Rest in peace. That shit hit me hard. And 
if there's technology out there right now that we can do a fucking blood test and in two weeks they could say, hey, Pete, we found a very early stage of this kind of cancer. Or we found nothing. You're good. You should definitely do that. And so, you know, I talked to the company. They said, you're the first patient that we've spoken to that, that has had this test and has had a result publicly that we've been able to, to help. And this is big for us and our company. And I said, how can I promote it? How can I pop it off for y'all? Because I want to tell the world. They're like, we're so new. You can't really. So I'm just sharing some shit I'm not even supposed to share. But yeah, you can, you, you, you can be attentive to your body and, and still be a cool cat. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, you're showing that now, you know, now let me, let's go back for a second. When we talk about, um, we talk about weed and we talk about where we are today, right? Mm-hmm. Think about what, what would you say if you had to say people's love and infatuation with cookies? Like if you had to say, cause you know, there's some people that probably like say that I look at this, I love you, uh, show some love. Um, and then there's people that like, this guy's interesting, but, uh, you know, I don't understand why. Because I remember you told me something one time. And if you think about it, people were putting regular weed into cookies bags and selling it for more. But then people were like, oh, this is not a cookies weed. So the point I'm trying to make is, and I always tell people that it's the Apple Store weed. Didn't we? I kind of told you that before. I mean, you heard yeah. that. But, I, but, but I, I use that line. Like, I tell people. I mean, listen, this is not a game. How many stores are we at right now? 43. 43. You ever think back to when you had like a, a, a quarter pound with you in a car and you thought that you could get fucking arrested and then all of a sudden the mayor's there opening a fucking ribbon to yeah. a store. I mean, what do we... I remember getting citizens arrested in Arizona for smoking weed in the park with my boy. Some guy rode by on a bike and he was like, nice marijuana, motherfucker. And he hopped off the bike and tackled me and my boy started socking him and he tried to hold me down and... I was like, what are you doing, man? He's like, I'm citizens arresting your ass. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And so from <laughs> to think from that to where it is now, I never thought of that. Um, and to go back to your first question, I think the, re- the reason why people fuck with cookies and, and respect it is because it's real, it's authentic, and they witnessed the rise of it. I documented everything. You can go on YouTube and see when we first started making the hoodies or when I was working at the dispensary. People know this has been a passion play. I've been doing this shit for 20 years. I've never stopped. So the hustle is undeniable, man. The hustle is undeniable. I don't even know in it too. You know where we at, G? We're almost at that ending part. Oh, we're good. We're good. So we'll take a break in a second. But I, but I will say this. You know, um, we'll go over. Since we're on the we, we'll go over strains for people who listen. Listen, the first time we did an episode, me and Bernard, we sat down. It goes over his whole journey. The returns are always catch ups. Where we're at, where we're going, what's going on. So you know, it, we'll actually hit them with the second clip uh, that was very powerful. For now. We spoke about this, and this was all over the internet. And we says, and I literally, when I look at it, I'm like, damn, I didn't even think of how it sounded, like even how I, we presented it. But we says, is it true, and this is the clip, that you turned down $800 million for cookies? And at the time, you know, anybody who knows, go look on YouTube or whatever this clip, it went moving around, but it, it was explained that it was more like stock and you don't know, you know, for those who don't know, you know, the international stuff. But the point I'm trying to make is a lot of people commented on that and was like, he knows his value. He knows when to go. And also, it, it, it's not about taking the first deal. That was a couple of years ago. Where are we at now in your mindset versus turning down that 800 million to where you are today? So glad I did not take that. Yep. I mean, because at the end of the day, when we did that interview, Cookies had zero dollars in revenue on the legal side of business when it comes to cannabis. We had the clothing brand popping, right? 
actually, there was some stores open, I believe, back then. But it wasn't like it is now. Now Maybe the the one I went to with Steve, I think, yeah, at the Maywood. time. Maywood, yeah. Yeah, so that was with one store at that time, I believe. And very little revenue system-wide sales for the cannabis side of business. Now we got 43 stores, probably going to be in the, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue this year, system-wide sales, maybe, let's just say, like around five, six, maybe, if, if the year ends well, which I think it will. So then what am I worth now? If you offer me that with just the concept of cookies and the hype that we had and the respect and the authenticity that we had, then what am I worth now? And the way I look at cookies now is we're Apple and we have FaceTime and we're always going to be ahead of the game. So I say it to say like they're Samsung. It's a great phone. People love Androids, but they don't got no fucking FaceTime. Right? It's, like, it's not the leading. It's not a staple brand. There will always be Apple. And I feel like I would compare us to that because we're one of the first. We're one of the first yeah. to really do it. We did it from the heart. We documented the, the journey of it. And people identify it as a household brand. And the menus keep evolving. The weed's going to keep changing. And as long as I'm here, this shit's going to be good. And even after I'm gone, it's going to be good. I got things plan, uh, put in place to make sure the menu stays super good. No matter what, 100 years out. The menu at Cookies is official. I'm going to talk more about that as soon as we come back. Internets, I'm sitting down with my friend, the good fella. That Gotti album is out right now by Burner. Yes, okay, make sure you go get that. We'll be right back. Cheer. Hi, this is Armand Asante. It's my great pleasure today to be on the Premium Pete Show, to be being interviewed by the legendary Pete Gibraltar. I hope you enjoy it. As much as I will. Internet, I know you're going to appreciate this one. I'm excited to partner up and introduce to you Soul Savvy. Soul Savvy is here to help sneakerheads get the kicks they want and avoid paying resell. I mean, who wants to pay resell? It doesn't matter if you've been in the game as long as me or you're new to it. Soul Savvy is for every type of sneaker enthusiast looking to grow their collection. Now, I know in the last few years, the shoe game has become more about profit than passion. If you don't have the plug or any connects, you're probably taking L's on release day. Well, let me not say probably. You most likely are. We all know that feeling of waking up early only to get hit with the entry wasn't selected. Beating the bots feels impossible and avoiding resells is a lot tougher these days. So, Soul Savvy is here to help with this. It's built by sneakerheads for sneakerheads. I mean, the cool gray 11s dropped this weekend. Let Soul Savvy help you with this. But I want you to avoid paying resale and join Soul Savvy today. Soul Savvy is offering premium Petro listeners 40% off your first month of their all-access membership at soulsavvy.com forward slash Pete. That's 40% off your first month's membership at S-O-L-E-S-A-V-Y dot com forward slash Pete, P-E-T-E. Now listen to me. Don't pay resale for sneakers. Join Soul Savvy today and thank me later. Now let's get back to the show. Cheers. Internets. Cryptocurrency is the future, so don't get left in the past. Bet with my bookie and you can get in the game now. Hold on, let me put you on. To get you kickstarted with crypto, use my promo code SPORTSDRING to double your first crypto deposit at my bookie. The best part is my bookie accepts well-known cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. So you can bet and withdraw with crypto. I mean, that's amazing. Now, the NFL playoffs are around the corner. And this week, the Buffalo Bills and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will face off in what I think a potential Super Bowl preview. 
Both teams sit one win away from earning the top spot in their respective conference. But in this high-stakes game, bet the Bucks money line, okay? It's my lock of the week. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 by using promo code SPORTSDRINK. Head to MyBookie today. Place your bets and watch the sparks fly. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Internets, this episode is also brought to you by Pepsi. I remember going to an HBCU football game, and man, it was one of the most memorable experiences of my life. Watching an HBCU team and the band brings so much excitement to the stadium, man. Stadium status. Completely packed with fans is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. The best part about it is that Pepsi is a proud supporter of HBCU students on and off the field. Pepsi and HBCUs. That's what I like. And we're back. Listen, um, the return of Burner, right? That sounds like, you know, uh, the return of my, the return of the Mac, you know? Yeah. Here you are, a young Bay Area dude turns a hustle into an empire, right? Mm-hmm. Everything you imagine, this is what I tell people. You vision this, but you don't know if it's going to happen, right? You push and sometimes, even me, like, success just goes, and you're like, oh, okay, and you, you have to go on the fly on some of these things, getting used to certain money, getting used to certain treatment. Um, I guess what I'm saying is all that you accomplished to where you are today, because I'm sitting here saying, and I'm not nowhere near that, but what I'm saying is there's still little things for me that make me happy. At the end of the day, it's always the little things in life. What burned some people say for somebody who has a lot of things, you don't know what to get them. I'm not asking that. What makes you happy today? My kid. When my kid's not like being a teenager, when she's down to kick it and watch a movie. And I called her the other day when I was in the studio. I'm like, all right, look, I'm going to come home. We're either going to do this or watch Goodfellas. What do you want to do? She's like, watch Goodfellas. I'm like, <laughs> that, that made me more happier than anything in my life because she knows that's a long-ass movie, but it's my favorite movie, and she's respecting what I like to do. So my kid makes me happy doing regular family things. I found a new uh, happiness, the farmer's market. Yeah. I love the farmer's yeah. market. I love to go there in the morning. I get super stoned. Fruits I and see, roots? I see all the local vendors. Who's those fruit people? You, you, you oh, Full Moon, full moon, full moon fruits. fruits. Yeah, shout to Full Moon Fruits. Shout yeah. to Full Moon Fruits. I've seen, the, I've seen some watermelon and some different fruits I've never seen in my life. all kind of shit, but... The, the farmer's market's cool because everyone's there with, like, small batch fruit or vegetables that they grew that's not big enough for, like, a grocery store chain. They put their heart into it. So I like the farmer's market. And I think just, like, coming across good, genuine people makes me happy. New York makes me happy. Food makes me happy. Little things, though. Like you said, like, uh, the other day we are in the studio. I was stressed the fuck out. A lot of shit going on. Doctor calls, music, business, this and that. And uh, my homie brought up, like, a little piece of chocolate and had, like, a little wafer in it. Shit made me happy. I shared it. I think I shared it with Benny. I shared it with fucking. Everybody. I bust down the fucking chocolate bar like it was a fucking, like it was a fucking brick. I'm like, yo, you want a little, you little piece fucking, of this fiend? Yo, you yeah. know what's funny? You say that last night. I was excited. I had Capri Sun. Yeah, no. You know? So it's the little things in life, and you know, at the end of the day, like money don't mean shit. Like it means something because obviously, without money, you can't you can't move. Or, but I used to be all focused on that number and what can I get or what. I just want to live, bro. I want to have a kid. I know the kid. I just want to yep. kind of want to push through the shit, you know? Yeah, we're going to. So key answer is family. Yeah. Family yeah. makes me happy. That's a, it's a beautiful thing. You know, um, when you think about your, your daughter and your relationship, and, you know, I'm, you know my daughter's going to be 22. So, you know, I'm, I'm living it. Um, 
And, and it's beautiful, man. And when you get to where I am, it's going to be even more beautiful. I can't wait. Because I swear to God, it's like almost like it's best friends. Yeah. What are you doing? You want, you want, want to go eat Thai food tonight? Okay, well, I'll make a reservation. Make a reservation. We go drink. I drink wine with us. Say. We talk. How's I your say. day going? And now she even works with me on the sauce. You know, I give her like a little gig and, and trying to show her how to straight out the mud. And, you, you know, that's another thing, too. And I want you to understand this. If you ever think, what you, what you have shown your f- daughter, trust me, it's not, what you, it's, it's not only what you say, it's what you do. She has seen, and just like I've shown, you get it straight out the mud. Oh, she's seen it. She sees the work ethic. Um, she sees me manifesting things, which I think is really cool. She'll see me talk about something, and then when I execute, I'm like, yo, remember what we were talking about? I did that shit. And it worked out fine because I made sure it worked out fine, yeah. you know? I always tease her and tell her she's going to be the CEO of Cookies. I said, when my time comes and goes, you're the only person that will understand how passionate I am about this shit and how much I care about this shit. So I hope you understand you're going to be taking my seat. And she's like, oh, yeah, right, but I know she knows, you know? Yeah. So that that's my, that's definitely, well, I hope that what happens. Yeah, no, it's, 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 you know, it's a beautiful thing. And I think um, when I think back a, about it, and, you know, a lot of our episodes and things I do is not only about money and cookies, it's about family and inspiration. And I think back and I say to myself, you know, even though she's not here, mom, um, she's got to be proud, man. Mm-hmm. And, 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 because you have continuously put in that work. Um, you know, I see, you know, when I think about that, your mom, and I think about what you spoke to me about, I think about like my mom and the, what she gave to you is what you'll have forever. That heart, that that she that, gave me the know. love. She yep. she taught me how to love. She gave me she gave me a heart. She told me, you know, she was always a house. Like our house was always a house. When someone had an issue, they come there. Someone was out of work, they come stay with us. Someone needed a place to get their mind right, they come stay with us. Someone needed a place for Thanksgiving, they came ate with us. She always had the biggest heart. That's how I am. That's where I got it from. But also, I feel like, um, so let's go back to like um, what she is to me now, moms, right? Obviously, she's someone that like kind of gave me all my morals and stuff like that. But I got the only doctor in the U.S. fucking A that offers this cancer screening test to their patients. I hired this doctor a week before I found out I had cancer. In the same week, my doctor saved my father in Las Vegas. He was having major heart issues. He was in the fucking room. They weren't going to be able to give him surgery. They were treating him like a regular schmo. The doctor I hired got my dad right in Vegas, discovered cancer, organized a successful surgery, and hopefully a successful chemotherapy, uh, you know, sessions. What I'm trying to say is, what the fuck made me go hire a private doctor? And how the fuck did I go hire a private doctor that is the only doctor that offers this? And I feel like there's a higher power up there looking out because that shit... Shit sits really heavy on my mind sometimes. So I feel like, you know, people get all weird about, like, angels and stuff like that. But I think that shit's real as fuck. It makes no sense. I had free insurance. The doctor I got's not cheap. That's just crazy. Have you ever, why'd I wake up and want to get the doctor? Have you, you, know? have, you, have you ever looked up and said to yourself... <laughs> it's, you know, that's, when you think about that, that's crazy. But have you ever looked up and said to yourself, like, that, you know, that you, you're going through a situation, you pray to mom... Like you talk upstairs to her? Yeah, you know, not too much, but I, it's more mental. I just kind of close my eyes and just kind of like just picture a situation and be like, all right, well, you know, which, even with the chemo shit, like, do I want to do chemo? Fuck no, dude. That's every man, like a prideful guy, you know what I mean? You don't want to go do fucking chemo. No, so, no, I know what you mean. You're a man, but yeah. I close my eyes, I'm like, 
right, I'm going to do it. And without even saying anything, I just feel her, or I feel something tell me, no, nah, you got to go do that shit. Now, if I shouldn't do it, sometimes I feel something that's like, mm, mm, mm. You know what I mean? Like get that gut feeling. The gut is your second brain. You know, you think about mom and and and, and rest in peace and what an inspiration and an angel in your life and and, and send blessings and love up, up up top. But then you think like pops, man, and he's still around and and how you've been able to bless him. Like as a, as a these are the things that mean a lot to me and you. Yeah. And 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 yeah, I mean you bought him and, and it's not even about money anymore because I, I see like you, you did a video. Show him that. Show him the Rolex I got you. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's over here cooking meals. You know, he's not worried. And that's what's so special because it's like you, you could buy people things, but it's the moments you spend. You know, Tracy Morgan said something one time on The Breakfast Club that to me I've been saying for a while and it was so great to hear somebody say. She said, you know what success is? It's subjective to everybody else, but it's looking forward to something. That's what it is. It's looking forward to tomorrow. Looking forward to Gotti album releasing. Looking forward to getting over with this cancer. Looking forward to a lot of things. And, and I think when you look forward to something, that's success to me. You know? For sure. It's also what keeps you motivated to keep going. You know, as we uh, continue this return of uh, Burner episode, we got the Gotti album coming out, 12-3. Deluxe album. I mean, there's so many people on it. I mean, let me, let me go down the line. Future... Um, um, Jada Kiss, uh, Benny the Butcher, Conway, Mozzie, Nas, Rick Ross, uh, Ty Dollar Sign, Wiz Khalifa, fucking uh, Millie's. Shout to Millie's. Album. Shout out to Millie's. There's a lot of people on the album, and the deluxe just got even realer. Yeah, so. Oh, oh, some some guineas are on there. Some Italians are there, on there. There, there. There's there's some special people on the deluxe. I'm not even gonna bust the nut yet, but. Just know that when the album drops, I want to let that thing run its course. But the second that people start getting like that ADD and want to find something else, we're going to hit them something else right away. Deluxe. I love it. I love it. You know, as we continue going down, we got to talk about strains real quick. Okay? Especially somebody like me. I'm not more of a strain guy, but you taught me last time. Okay? And let's give some people their flowers too, literally. Well, in-house... What are some of the strains right now that you're loving and you want people to fuck with if they're not fucking with already? Bernie Hanna butter. Talk to me about that. What the hell is Bernie Hanna? Like Benny Hanna over there? Yeah, so I called it Benny Hanna butter at first because like uh, you, you like that, right? It tastes like bubblegum candy gas. Uh, but I, I called it uh, Benny Hanna butter. And then someone, someone called me like, I already got some shit called Benny Hanna butter. I'm like, where is it at? Like, Shit, I got it in the works. I'm like, oh, right, sorry. Well, see you later. All right, well, I'm gonna call it Bernie Hanna Butter, and we're good now. It's a different name, so that's why I called it that. It's a great strain. It's a crazy cross of was Oreos it, and cookies. Is it, and, is it like a, a indica or a sativa? Or, does that even matter anymore? I'm, nah, and, and first of all, for people who don't know me, okay, uh, that are maybe here for Burner, okay. And if people are here for me and don't know who Burner is, take your time to research, okay, what he has done. It's not only about weed. It's not only about cookies, okay? It's more about as a person, okay? And I say this. this these are the, it's not easy to make these things happen, you know, uh, meaning to be creative, to build things. You got so much hate, it could bring you down. You got so many people, you know, that, that you can't trust and snakes. It could turn you sour, like, you know, and you have never succumbed to that shit. It's not easy. You know what I mean? You get bad deals. It can make you feel like I'm not doing this no more. But then you change who you are. Why? Because of one person. Mm -hmm. It's it, you know. So I give you all that credit. But I don't want to go off tangent. Let's continue on strains. Bernie Hanna butter. Uh, what's up with uh, Gary Payton? Still rocking and rolling. Gary Payton's a staple. That's the thing. Like we're trying to put out staples. Like 
see a lot of brands putting out hella shit. None, none of it sticks. We're putting out staples, like classic albums. That's always going to be there. The Chronic's always going to be the Chronic. Illmatic's always going to be Illmatic, right? So, like, we're putting out staples. That's what we care about. So, right now, the next staples I think we have is the Bernie Hanna Butter. Uh, there's one um, that I gave to Richard DeLisi. Mm. He's the longest serving... Uh, um, can- a, a guy who was in prison. Yeah, cannabis... Uh, Love that you do that. Love that... Nonviolent, but I gave him the best weed I found in many years. It's called Delicioso, right? That's that's amazing. You know who you got to look up to? I think I told you before, but this guy named George Monterano. He's actually Steve Monterano, the Monterano's cousin. And he uh, did had he was one of the first violent non-offenders. You ever look him up? Did 30-something years in, in jail because they wanted him. His father was a mobster named Long I think, John. I think... Uh, I think um, John uh, John Jr. was telling me about him. Yeah, I, I'm I sat down with him. I'm friends with him, but uh, he's like 75 years old. He just came home like four years ago. They get it's, they, it's they, important yeah. to give back, man, because that guy did 32 years for for some shit that's creating like generational wealth for my family. So how am I not going to share that platform with people that really exactly. sacrifice their freedom for that? You know, he said something one time, and the only reason I'm bringing this up because check this out. He was in a box for like six years. He said the warden came by one day. And he says, when the warden used to come by, he said, go down and do push-ups. So when he says, uh, Monterano, he'll get up on the like, gate. What's up? You know, he's all jacked up. You know, people used to do that. Like when, when you get a visit, you know, this is jail talk time now. When you get a visit, people would do a whole bunch of push-ups in the yard. So when you go on the fucking thing, you're all jacked up. You know, this woman's there. You know, I swear to God, like, it, they would do stuff like that. Um, so then when I think about, like, uh, you know, this is prison talk, you know, like a lot of these people. But George, when you think about it, the warden came to the fucking cell and says, I don't get why you're still here. And he goes, what do you mean, warden? He says, I don't know. I went to Denver this weekend with my wife. I walked in the dispensary. So, you know, I love how, because the last time you were talking about that program, I don't remember what it was. Where it Social helped. equity. Yep. And now, and you have done so much for that, for people, meaning. We even started a college, fool. So like, Explain that. There's laws you have to do for social equity, right? In certain markets, you have to use social equity applicants, and every business will do that, but they do a half-ass. We do a great job of it. We empower them 100% and make sure that they understand the business. But what I realized is, like, how are you going to go into a business without knowledge? So we opened up Cookies University in Humboldt. We got our first round of students coming in. They live on the property rent-free. That's they crazy. They learn the business from A to Z, Right. Everything you need there, the nursery, the cultivation, the dispensary, the consumption lounge, the manufacturing, the packaging, extracts, everything you need to learn about the businesses in one spot. And my goal for them is, and we're doing this for minorities uh, in California, we're going to do it in every market where, where we're vertically integrated. But my goal is for them not to come there and learn the business and work for me. Come there and learn the business own? and build your own shit. Because if you come up out of Cookies U and I gave you enough game to go build a a real company out there that stands with everyone else, and I know I'm a great fucking teacher. I mean, there's a lot of people who came from under you, you know, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful thing, meaning that came from the camp. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, of, of, of you know, this, it's, it's, it's kind of when you, when you look back at it, it's monumental, meaning of the people that came out of uh, For sure. the camp, you know. Um, as we continue to wind this episode down, let's talk about 2022. So right now we got Gotti. It's out. Um, make sure you buy it. It's only a couple of bucks, okay? Six so, bucks. Yeah, come on. What are you gonna do with six bucks? Drop six on your board. That's it. And, and 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 yeah, yeah, that'd be good. And but when you think about, you know, what twenty twenty two has for you in store. What other like what's on deck? Because a lot of people 
I don't know if you addressed this. New York is legal with weed, supposedly. I say supposedly because it's like, what does that even mean? New mm -hmm. Jersey, we spoke about maybe some things that could be possibilities. Mm -hmm. um, these people never had that experience. What is the future of cookies? And you don't have to give you know too much information, but what is the future of cookies in these places? Because I, I honestly think New York, it's going to be monumental when this happens. Yeah, no. You, when you I see mean, it and experience th it. That's why I've been so fired up on New York lately, because I could walk around and smoke blood, and I always told myself, if I can come to the city and smoke weed, I'd be out here all the time. Back in the days, it was not cool. They had to stop and frisk shit, and I was always scared to be out here because I had smoke weed everywhere I go. So now that it's legalized, and it's very great. Everyone's smoking on the streets. People are enjoying cannabis together. My goal is to come out here and provide that experience that we had in the Proposition 215 days, which was the medical days where it's more personal. You come in my store, I get to talk to you about what's on the shelf. I know about what's on the shelf. You get to deal with me through your whole shopping experience. And then you go off to the cash register. So some stores now, you go in there, there's a big TV screen with the menu. You stand in line, you tell them what you want, you leave. I like the personal experience. Cannabis unites people. It brings people together. People get really enthusiastic about weed. And I like just bringing that experience to the East Coast and also to bring our cultivation skills to the East Coast. Fire that up, man. Take it easy. Nah, I'm good. You remember the day in the studio <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. You know, I looked up and it was in my face. Let me tell you, I will say this. And I promise you, not now, but one day I'll smoke a joint with you. He'll do it when, when we open up our store out here. And, and the goal is to bring not just the store experience to the East Coast, but the cultivation too. Because it's like, it's like IAP. You know, we come out here and we grow the weed. We grow weed out here the same way we grow it in Cali. It's going to be special. You know, that's another thing that I want to say. That for people, okay, so for people who are watching or listening to this, who don't know who Burner is or know anything about this, I do want to say this. And this is what I tell people all the time. You're not your regular just weed store. When I said Apple, uh, the, the Apple store of weed, okay, I'm explaining to you what I've been telling people and why I'm so passionate about it. It's the creativity. These people create menus. <laughs> they create, like, meaning, like, another thing, and I don't know how it, the, the business of it, and you tell me, you know, what is okay and not, but I found fascinating even, like, raising money for strains I, or, or, or kind of building strains, like, meaning, like, a startup, Um the way you've been able to do those things, you know, create meaning like menus, like meaning if we open up an Italian uh, deli over here, you would say, Pete, or you, we would get together people. What are we going to make? We're going to make a chicken cut. You try it. Some things don't make the cut. Some things do. But you're Cur making menus. Think yeah. about that. This is not just weed. It's menus. Yeah. It's curating menus and that will, one, last, and then two, evolve, you know, the right way. Not just like fade out or didn't really make it. And speaking about menu curation, like what I'm doing right now, because I started to think about it. Whether I go young or go old, I'm going to go. That's what happens. I'm going to have hundreds of stores all around the world, not the country, the world, right? And I don't want to be like a KFC or like a, like a McDonald's where like these guys' vision just got drowned out. So what we're working on right now is hologram technology. And I'll, when I get breeding projects, one of my breeders or one of the stuff that we do in-house, we'll get like 40 to 100 jars and I'll go through the jars, and I'll pick the ones I like, and we'll select them, we'll name them, and we put them out. It takes a lot of time. And all those rest of those jars just get tossed. So what I want to start doing is when I find one every pheno hunt, I want to name it. I want to select it. I want to do a hologram. Say, hey, it's 2023. I just found this strain. I love it. This is why I love it. I'm going to put it in the cuts, and I want to drop it in 2080. And this is why I'm dropping it, and this is the flavor that's probably missing. And that way, your fucking premium peeds. You're working at a store in 2060. 
You heard about Burner. You heard about Cookies. You worked there. You're, t- you're going to take it a lot more personal. And you're going to be a lot more prideful when you see a hologram of this fool pop up smoking. Like, this is a Congolese cross with a cashmere. You got wow. Africa and Asia. My boy Bodhi traveled the world and traded seeds for these seeds, right? This pheno is so goddamn good. I almost wanted to ask my 14-year-old daughter to come out and take a hit, which I would never do in the world. I would never, but it t- I was like, oh, she ain't even 18. You got to find mind. somebody. I'm like, shit. So I would love to explain why I love this shit, what I'm going to name it, put it in tissue culture, and drop it when I'm gone. Who's? I'm planning out menus for hundreds of years right now. For You're writing your will. You're writing your will. I'm writing my will for the business, but that way... I'm not just a blue building in the cuts. Motherfucker that work at Cookies is going to be like, damn, this fool was thinking about us in this day and age. What I don't know what the, where the hell the world is going to be, but it's going to need some good weed for sure. Well, We're going to make sure we keep the menus good. Before we spoke about Virgil, I'm going to bring him back up. He, first of all, rest in peace. My heart goes out to his children, his family. Um, you know, I was speaking a lot about this where he, you know, I wrote that he fought in silence. And somebody DM'd me and told me he didn't fought, fight in silence, but... You know, a small core knew, but I don't say he fought in silence. I say he fought the fact that he knew what was going to happen. And that, I pour my heart out to him. He has opened so many doors, you know, in the streetwear. I've been in the streetwear since the beginning when people thought it was funny. I've been in podcasts since the beginning when people think it was funny. And we're still here. But the point I'm trying to make is you have been that for the cannabis industry, giving people a chance that they could become something, that they could become... Bro, imagine the day, you think about it, that we were getting locked... You, you used to get locked up for this. Now you're getting... Now you're getting uh, you, you, people are loving you for this. The feds used to pull me off the airplane and count the money in my pockets and ask me questions about who I was traveling, if I was fucking the boss that used to own the cannabis club I worked at. Why, yep. are, you, why are you traveling with her? Are you fucking her? I'm like, what the fuck? I was 18. So to, to come from that to where we're at now, it feels great. Hey, listen, we're going to give some flowers out. I gave you a bunch of flowers, but we're going to give some out. Um, there's a lot of people uh, around you or in your life that, um, honestly, uh, I love to see it. Talk about Rick Ross, the guy who fucking just showed you so much fucking love. I Best mean, partner I've, I've ever had because he understands his long play. Because it, building a business is patience. You don't get fucking money overnight it doesn't work like that if you're in it just to get money go do something else you want to build a real business you got to put your heart and soul and your time into it he understands the long-term play he understands marketing and branding he understands being a real humble guy that guy's cool as fuck Mm -hmm. another another person uh who believed in you and you believed in him as well uh wiz khalifa great guy he just commented on my post with the billboard and the bus and said, burn, that's hard as fuck. I said, you know how we get down? TGOD, baby. Mafia. Yeah, mafia. And I think he appreciates, you know, how I get down because I see something and I do it. So shout out to Wiz. He's always been a good guy. He always kept my spirits high too. You know, another, another and the only reason I'm bringing this up because I see how much they admire and show love. And, and, and I love that. I love that because it, it inspires, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's inspiring because... I'm all for the people to give people their flowers and give love. Uh, somebody like Be Real. Um, I feel like... Uh, Big Brother right yeah? there. We got three albums together. We have another one that's done, which is going to be perfect because when I start chemo, I probably won't be feeling that good for a while. And so I got a whole album with Be Real ready to go. We'll drop it. Um, but he's been a big brother and you know he's been a great friend and he's had my back. And shout out to Bum B. When Bum B did that post about you know burn one for burner, 
I don't think he, I mean I think he knew I was going to go in for surgery, but you know at that time, you know for at that time it was a really big day for me, and I think the whole family was nervous. And when my daughter was on the way to school, the radio shout to Sana G was like, oh yeah, you know Bernard's about to go into surgery for cancer day, but uh, you know if you're around and you partake. Burn one for burner at 420, and my kid called me laughing, like, man, they're talking about burn one for burner on the radio, and Bumby kicked that shit off, and, you know, I, I only sat down with Bumby a handful of times, but they're very, very good memories, and he embraced me very early on in my career. Actually, he was the first rapper to really embrace me, to actually be honest with you, and so, shout out to Bumby, I want to give him his flowers with the Trill Burgers and all that yep. stuff. I can't wait to taste one of those little skinny tasting. You got a vegan one too. Listen, I, I'm gonna have one of each. Burn, uh, burn. I want to say this because he just texted me before, and he goes, uh, um, "Let Burner know I saw his grind firsthand. Happy when good people win, you know." And 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 and, and the funny thing is, is and, and I mean this, and I'm not saying this because me and you were friends, or me and him have been friends for forever. I mean that guy. You talk about mafia, like he, bro. I that guy can is a chameleon. But I swear to God, he knows every single line, okay? I, I, I'll never forget when, uh, I got to tell this quick story. I'm at a Gumball 3000 event, and um, we're in there, and everybody's in there. I don't know if you ever heard of this. It's like yeah, uh, it, it, all different millionaires and billionaires. I mean, David Hasselhoff, uh, 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 Maximilian Cooper, Eve, uh, they're married. He's the one who threw it all. Everybody, guys with fucking uh, uh, robes on and members-only founders. And, and all of a sudden, me and him are sitting there at the bar, and he goes... Pete, this is a beautiful crowd. He goes, oh, you see those guy over there, the Russian guys? The Dudesons. He says he lost his thumb in poker. He says, I want to introduce. I said, I don't want, I don't want to meet this guy. Mm. All of a sudden, he goes, here he comes, here he comes, here he comes. Uh, uh, he said to him, he said, this is my friend, Premium Pete. He shook my hand. So I shake his hand, and, uh, you know, I says, uh, you know, it felt weird. It felt weird because, you know, because Bonneray told me I had no thumb. This guy lost his thumb playing poker. So I says, Bon, don't do that. He said, forget about it. You know, so the point I'm trying to make is he is one of those guys. That He's well-versed. So, he knows it. He could, he, he could teach a college class or he could hang out in Port Arthur. As yeah, a, a, that's a, my know. guy right there, man. So, you know, uh, a couple more things because, you know, you can never give people all their flowers and love. But even somebody like Steve LaBelle, you know. Um, you said it the best. Steve LaBelle is the greatest connector of all time. When I wanted to do the record with DMX, I called LaBelle. When I wanted to do the record with Bone, I called LaBelle. You know what I mean? Scott Storch Project, LaBelle. I mean, uh, 3-6 Mafia, LaBelle. Fucking, I mean, it, the list goes on and on. Yeah. We check shit off the list, and we get excited. He's excited to connect. Yeah. It's not like he's looking for something. Yeah. I call him and say, yo, I want to do this. I know that guy. Give me five minutes. I hit him recently. You know what? Jordan turned me down for a shoe collab. They entertained it. Got all the way to Mike, personally. It wasn't interested, maybe because of what we represent. It kind of pissed me off. I felt like I was going to see that through. Um, Adidas never got back to me. They called me, told me we're going to do a huge 420 hemp dunk because they knew I was obsessed yep. with the Nike hemp dunk. Or not, not a dunk, but we were going to do a hemp shoe with Adidas. They knew I liked the Nike dunk. That was hemp. And they never got back to me. We're supposed to do a big campaign. So I called Steve. I said, Steve, I want to do my own fucking shoe. I don't want to go crazy. I just want to do like 300 at a time, but I want to do six shit. I got you. Play on a powerful fucking phone call right away. He's a great connector. He likes to do it because he likes the thrill of connecting yep. and seeing things through. So shout out to Steve LeBell. Man. Yeah, man. I always say he's one of the greatest connectors of our time. I consider myself a connector, and I consider him somebody that, uh, you like, know, is a bigger he's brother. He's like sensei connector. Yeah, no, he's a bigger brother. Listen, Steve, here's the thing I love about guys like him, and I hope this doesn't become his stink. 
Sometimes it gets confused because when you have passion, sometimes people take it as the wrong way. Because I'm very passionate. I mean, you know this. I get passion, but I don't. But he has a good heart, and I and I think when you always lead from the heart, that's special. And the reason I'm bringing up these people also to give them their flowers is only because it's like it's it it, it, it it's a camp, it's a village, it's a team um, for people to believe in in what you're doing. You know, um, and 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 that is special. Lastly. Um, Let's. What do you? What other flowers are you smoking on? We, you know, like meaning besides. Is there anything else that you're liking out there? Any brands that are coming up? Because that's a that's an entrepreneurial yeah. thing. These guys are making these. Yeah, for sure. I see. I see it all. I mean, when I go to a city, people bring me bags. I mean, everyone brings me a bag, so I see it all. Um, well, one last thing for our inside camp. That Congolese cashmere yep. shit changed my life. Like I'm waiting to get home to taste that. I only got a little bit of it. But it was the best tasting, most euphoric, unique weed ever. So that and shit. And what about what about? Hold on. And what yeah. about um um runs? Runs is doing their thing. You know, it's a it's a classic candy strain. It tastes great. I like what they're doing. Um, I'm watching uh my boys over in uh in Boston and Mass doing their thing with pillows. Yep, yep, I seen that. Um, I'm watching uh I'm watching what Gumbo is doing in New York City. He's got it on Smash. He's doing his thing. Um, there's a company called Highmark that's got a lot of fire. They got the churros. They got, I really enjoy the churros. They got some shit called Off the Menu. I like that. And they got some shit called Sinaloa. I like that. We um, got to run a whole Italian thing. I want to make a rainbow cookie, panoli, um, <laughs> spumoni, lasagna, spumoni, LMBs, LMB. Oh, shout out uh, to LMB. There, you know, there, there's a lot of brands out there that are doing their thing. And my advice, because people ask me for advice all the time, before you start a brand, have a game plan of what you're going to put in them bags. Find something unique. Either partner with the breeder or do your own breeding projects. It's cheap. It's not that expensive. Um, you can get a tent and you can watch on the internet how to breed. But make real menus. Yeah. If you make real menus, you'll have a real brand. Yeah. That's my advice. You know, uh, lastly, I will say this. Um, Gotti album is out. I'm going to continue to say that. Make sure you support that. Um Another thing I think for my streetwear people, people don't even understand when they're like, oh, you know, Berno, like say some people who don't know you, they don't even realize about cookies, the clothing. That's how I know I made it. Okay. Explain, explain to people, first of all, in every pack, on every Zoomies, it's probably like $1,200. Okay. And the collabs are all like, you think about it, the Goodfellas collab. Bro, I went, I went, I went ape shit on that. I was like, I you know, I got Gotti the skateboard. Too. I'm going to send that to you uh, tomorrow or the next day, overnight it. I need, is there a skateboard? No, but I'll make you one. Yeah, because you connected the dots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, no, I'm just saying it's 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 it's, you know, when you look at these things, people don't even realize, you apparel, know, apparel apparel is like a very good business to be in if you do it right. That got me wealthy. While I'm waiting for the cannabis to go federal and to get my payday, apparel got me where I'm at. Yeah, and to get a good fellas collab, you know, you think about that. You're knocking. Look, at the end of the day, I'm gonna share one gem with you. We're yeah. gonna end it like this. I got a collab with White Castle on 420. Pretty epic. Mm. Pretty epic. Mm. Mm. Get ready to go to the bathroom. Hey, get ready for shit water. But guess what? <laughs> no. Guess, guess what, though? That's a huge company that's been there forever, right? And for them to recognize cookies as a brand that makes sense to do something with, it's incredible. No, listen. it Cookies, I'm going to say this now. Um, first of all, I'm proud of you. Um... You know, I, I care about you. I mean that um, not only for... I don't smoke weed, so I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm one of these kids that uh, all I care about is weed or something like that. Um, I'm proud to call you a friend. I'm proud 
to you inspire me as well. You know what I mean? Um, I, I love the way you put things together. Again, you, when we spoke on that phone and to think about where you are today in less than a fucking month. Yeah. I mean, like happened. I said, shouts to the Gotti family, but they had no idea we that there was going to be a 3D. I mean, I saw Angel Gotti, shouts to Angel Gotti posting this on it. I mean, they got to be blown away. It's on Times Square. I mean, look, for whatever it's worth, also, I do want to say, because a lot of people ask, what, what's the uh, infatuation with the mafia or the mob? It's not only that. It's a way of life, but also nobody is uh, glorifying things that happen to people. It's just, you know, Gotti, when you think about it, he did what he did, but he was also murdered in jail, okay? Yeah, he and was murdered be, in yeah. jail, and um, I'm really glad that story is going to come to life, and, you know, I'm glad that the, the Gotti name is coming back because John Jr. is such a genuine guy, and he deserves... He deserves every piece of momentum he's got coming his way, and I feel like it's good that we're you know we're bringing awareness on Gotti the album and the name because maybe there's a more powerful story that needs to be told. I think that maybe that's going to be in the works, yeah. right? And so it feels good. It feels it's good. It's in the be- works. Look, it's in the works. Hold on, it's in the works. Yeah, no, it's the in the one works. and only the real Gotti. Yeah, okay, the real the, the only person so, who played Gotti so that, well. And maybe that's just the universe. Like maybe it needed this. Like because right now there's big artists. You got like I said, you got the future. You got Rod Wave. You got all these people, Gotti, and they all fired up on the title. Like yeah, that's mafia. That's sick. And so the energy's coming back around, and it's well deserved. And it feels good to be embraced by the city of New York. You know what I mean? By by Gotti, by the Gotti family, the whole family. I'm gonna I'm gonna go have dinner with them this week and. It's cool as fuck, man. It's God a dream bless. Come true, and it happened yep. quick, like you said. We don't play games. Well, listen, you believed. Everybody believed. And, and I want to give you your flowers too. This yeah. is the first conversation I had in New York. Thank you. You know, when I got here, I wanted to make sure this was the first thing we did. I was probably busting your balls, calling you, "Hey, hey, what's your schedule? What's your?" I want to get this conversation off first, you know. And it was a good conversation. Follow to burner next time will be even more powerful. We'll do, we'll do it, uh, you know, out in the Bay Area, like yeah, overlooking yeah, a lake go. in Montana. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, Internet, listen, let me tell you something. Uh, support burner. If you smoke on it, what he's doing, at burner415 on Twitter and Instagram. Show him some love. Listen, I'm being honest. For everything he's going through, it's, it's, it's not easy. I'm not, he's not asking for no sympathy, but I'm saying send your blessings, send your love, lead with kindness. I said the other day, kindness is a superpower. Uh, most people don't believe in that. Uh, but at the same time, if you get out of line, you know. You, you know, it's, you know, look, the energy is coming. The universe is powerful. I was sitting there in front of my hotel today, smoking a joint, having tea. And some guy in a suit walked by. He said, Burner? I was like, what up? He's like, I'll follow you on Instagram, man. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. I'm like, right on. That shit felt great. It's a Wall Street guy. Yeah. In his suit. I don't even know him. How does he know me? Yeah. wishing me luck. That felt great. Well, listen, you keep inspiring on all levels. Like I said, I'm proud of you. Gotti album is out. Make sure you go cop that. More importantly, as a person, as a friend. The, do- the documentary, go. too. Uh, I'm dropping it tomorrow. Uh, how's it look? How's it look? It looks incredible. It's called The Making of... Uh, it's called Mind Over Matter, The Making of Gotti. So what? The docu- do- I'm not in there, though. You're not, but you will be on, on, the, on the sequel, doc. <laughs> I got you. It's all good. Uh, I but yeah, the doc's dropping too. Thank you. Yeah, stream Gotti. If you if you're listening to this, check it out. We put our heart into it. Incredible body of music and shout out to Cosmo on the production. Shout out to Cosmo Music, the one and only burner. Internet. Peace and blessings. Back, 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 back.